0: Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week, me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and it is episode 22, and we are talking Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2. I didn't realise there was going to be a lot of 2s when I set made this, but, yeah, a bit of alliteration. Is that the word, Alliteration. Or a haiku? No, it's not a haiku. I'm not that smart. And Come on, we know what we get for this show. But hello, thank you for all tuning in. The sun is rising here in Australia at the moment. It's currently quarter past six in the morning, and apologies, this is coming out a little bit late. I should have put this out a few hours ago, or the day before. It's just been one of those things. We've had a lot going on at the household. And yeah, that's been basically it. We've had a lot of stuff going on. We've been doing a hell of a load of podcasts. This show's backed up for a a good... two months worth of podcasts which is good and thank you I should say off the top of the head thank you very much to all my regular guests I've been able to get the majority of them in which has been very good and thank you very much to all your hard work it's been good fun doing this so yes we are doing Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2 and for a lot of people this is a pretty big deal I honestly believe without this you don't have the PlayStation 4 game, you don't have um, Ultimate Spider-Man, which was one of my favorite games growing up on the PS2. This set the groundwork for how physics should work with a Spider-Man game, and it did it to such a T. No longer are you just throwing webs randomly in the air, you've got to have a building Otherwise, you ain't swinging anywhere, which was really good. And it actually was in the Spider Man Homecoming series where was it, Peter's in a park and he's like, ah, oh, shit. I just need to run around like an absolute knob because there's no buildings and you see him like running. I think it's for a golf course, and you see him just running around. And I thought that was quite funny. But this is what this realistically is. You can't just go, Woo, magic platform I can swing onto. No, no. If you want to go through Central Park, you're running through Central Park. And I absolutely loved it. But before we go any further, I've got to do the plug. we are, unfortunately we have to do the plug. It's one of those things. So if you want to support the show, you can do so in many ways. If you go to YouTube on the as Pokemon Trainer, you can go on and give that view a subscribe. I hit 6,000 subscribers the other day, which is great. So obviously, the battle is now for 7,000 subscribers. So just go over there, give the video a like, or video's likes and subscription. And I often do Pokemon videos every three weeks. But the best way you can help support this show is two various ways. Either, if you go to wherever you listen to this, just give us a like, give us a review, say it's great, say it's fantastic, Slack me off, I don't care, I love it all. But if you give it a like and give it that five star review, it helps bump it up and gives it a chance that more people are going to get involved. But what you can do if you want to help support me financially, because yes, one day I would like this to be my main job, you can do it on Patreon. So if you've got a few little bits of cash you just think, oh, I'm gonna throw it his way. You know, no coffee for me today, I want to throw it to me. You can go to patreon.com forward slash retrowars. And for about I always say it's about $1.50. No, one one. eh. Hang on, let's get my figures right. It's $1.50 Australia. Australian dollars, $1 US, not 70p UK per month, you get a bundle to numerous things. Now, I will say, though, as you listen to this, it's getting to about 26th, 27th of June. If you want to get involved in Patreon, just wait a week. Don't do it now. Wait a week because if you do it now, you're going to pay your money and then a few days later, at the beginning of the month, you're going to pay again. So just wait an extra week if you want to get involved and do it then. Because I don't want you getting stung twice. Shut up Java every time. Every time. Ugh, right. But as I said, I don't want you to get stung twice. I want you to do it next week, okay? See, I don't want to run and rip you off. That's not what I want to do. I just want you. I want people to get involved. So, yes, please, if you're thinking of doing Patreon, just wait until next week. So, one of the main things that you get is access to your own show. Now, every two weeks, I give a Patreon-exclusive show, and I call this DLC. Now, as we're still beginning, there's been quite a lot of news topics that have been going on recently. So, Nintendo did something recently, which I'll be talking about. Xbox have done those. Show, and there's also a show called the Summer Fest of Games. So I decided uh, is it no, it's Summer Games Fest. I always do it the other way around. I don't I think Summer Fest of Games sounds better than Summer Games Fest. I don't know why. But either way, as a little sneak peek, I like to give everyone a bit, you know, what they're gonna be getting for and just show you what's been going on. So I'm just gonna do a little bit sneak peek of what happened in DLC 5, where I'm talking the Summer Games Fest. The one thing I think is, is sad that it's been leaked is that the a lot of momentum of the advertising is probably gone. Like, they would have already planned to reveal some of these characters. I know one gets revealed. It's, we'll be talking about it this week on the main show. And a lot of that momentum's now gone because they would have wanted to drip this. You need to get everyone excited for the game. And now they can't because it's it's out there. We know who the starting roster is now, and it's such a shame. So I feel so sorry for those at Capcom who have got all this momentum they want to build, they want to build the suspense, and that's gone. And that was the Summer Games Fest. Next week, we're going to be looking at the first the the Xbox show again, Xbox Microsoft show when they did their conference. So that's going to be DLC DLC six, and that'll be coming out every comes out once every two weeks on a Friday. So that'll be there. But for now, you've got the Summer Games Fest. So I hope everyone tunes in and enjoys. But apart from your show, what else do you get? Well, you get access to join our own Discord. We I want to build it into a little army. We want to build it into a little great place on the internet where we can all talk stupidity and talk video games. You get access to message me one-on-one. You get access to comment on anything we do here, whether it's 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, or just the games that we're going to be talking about. You get access to Patreon polls. Now, we've just ran our first one. We ran our first one with three games. You know, when you only got a few Patreons, you don't want to be doing five games. So they were between Ristar, Sparkster, and Tiny Toons, Buster, Bust Loose. So we're just waiting for the results of that about which one I'm going to be covered later on in the series. But yeah, that's what Patreon is. There's the plug. Gotta get it out of the way. Thank you very much. So, yes, Spider-Man 2 is the game. Now, if you don't know and you've not been listening to this show before, we do a little things first, about maybe 20 minutes. So, if you're you're just here for Spider-Man 2, just skip our 20 minutes and you'll be fine. But we're going to just go into our usual little sections that we've done. And the first one is our new section, which is called 16 Bits of Nonsense. So this is our weekly news section, and those are for Patreon comments only, basically, so if you've got a question, you can ask me anything. It doesn't have to be gaming-related, it could be gaming-related, it could be about whatever you would like to ask. And our one question we got this week, so technically he wins Letter of the Week at the same time, is from Captain N. Dear Retro Wars Danny, formerly known as the Honest Pokemon Trainer. Yes, that is my YouTube Handle, I am happy to just announce my name is Daniel now, rather than just keep calling me HPT, although some of my guests do like to call me HPT. Here's a question. I find this section to be lacking in participation, so I've decided that I will attempt to fill it as I, as I can until you become so popular that I'm drowned out by the masses. Thank you very much. I do believe that I must add some content, so I ask this. Is there any game that you wanted to play that was not released in your area? For me, I recently learned of a game called Tyranny Jamma, there's, there's some fantastic speech for me, for the SNES. It was never released in North America, so I get to play it for the first time in 27 years. I'm having a blast with it. Thanks for keeping up the good podcast, your Canadian friend, Captain N. First of all, thank you very much for those kind comments, and second, it's amazing that I get people from all around the world listening to this show. I found that b- baffling when I was doing YouTube and I was getting messages from Sweden, South Africa, India. I was like, what the f- what the fuck? How? But thank you, Captain N. And to answer your question, hmm, well, there's not a lot of games that... I I can't really think of any now... ...that I wanted to play... ...because when I was growing up... ...there were so many games that I wanted to play... ...but they were Japanese only... ...and they were very, very RPG heavy... ...so there was the Pokemon series... I think it was Pokemon Green... ...we never got to hold that... ...because we, we, they had Pokemon Red and Green... ...we eventually got the updated versions... ...in Red and Blue, thank God... ...because these sprites in Pokemon Green... ...were fucking dreadful... Um, ...but there was a lot of games... ...so mostly Final Fantasy ones... ...so if you don't know the Final Fantasy debacle... ...we never got Final Fantasy 2, 3 and 5... And they decided to skip them for whatever reason. Um, so they were the main ones growing up that I really wanted to play. But it was just like, nah, you're not getting hold of that. But I think with modern day games now, a lot of them are just kind of released for everything because I think they the Japanese markets realize that the Western market is where a lot of video games are and a lot of video, the way the money is, so they make these games accessible. So I just... Oh, actually, no, 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 no. I can't think of one. I don't think it's been released. I still don't think it's been released. It was called Before Crisis. So I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy Seven. not as we know. I love the series, love the whole game, and they did a the, what's called the compilation of Final Fantasy Seven, and they released mobile phone games, Now, one of those, well, the the mobile phone game was called Before Crisis. So this was about the Turks and Avalanche, and it was set all before the events of Final Fantasy VII, but it was a mobile phone game, only set in Japan. It was, like, quite a few episodes. I would love, and I don't know why we've never seen that released as maybe as a mobile phone game now, I do, it's not going to look as good as like you know some of the you know the games we can get like Mobile you know the Soldier First Class or whatever or the First Soldier. It's got nowhere near that good, but it'll still be nice to uncover that because there's a lot of backstory and it's lore, isn't it? And that's why I like I like learning the lore of Final Fantasy Seven. So if I could just play that. I don't know whether it's going to be an Ever Crisis, which is coming out of mobile phones, but I would like to play Before Crisis in its original form. And as far as I know, I don't think they ever translated it. So yeah, there's my answer. If I want to play a game, it's a mobile phone game. How shits that? But as far as off the top of my head, that's what I can think of. But as I said, thank you very much, Captain, for your question. If anyone else ever wants to ask a question, you can join up on Patreon and then just throw a question my way, and I'm happy to read as many as I can out. Right, so we're going to go on to our new section, which I call Patch 22.0 <laughs> So the news, what's been going on? Well, compared to last week, not as much. Obviously, everyone's had their their massive events, but there isn't as much gaming news this week. I don't think my throat could take it, but I did manage to find some little bits of cool things. So the first one, Overwatch 2. Now, they came out with a big statement. Now, Overwatch 2 is a free-to-play game. Now, I played the Overwatch 1 quite a bit. My brother was really good at it. My brother, Michelangelo, is very good. And one of our um, guests, Jared, is very good. He was an Overwatch coach. How the hell are you an Overwatch coach? I don't know. He'll tell me how. Now, what's happened is that there's been a statement come out that when Overwatch 2 does release, it's actually gonna replace the original game. So for all your consoles, does that mean it's gone? From the sounds of it, it looks like it looks like they're gonna be closing the servers for the original Overwatch 1, and you've only gonna be able to play Overwatch 2, which is a bit harsh because you're forced to go from that 6v6 gameplay to 5v5 and you have no say in the matter they have said that your content will transfer from overwatch 1 to overwatch 2 which thank god because people would have been spending a lot of money on loot boxes fucking ea fucking blizzard no it's blizzard isn't it hey fucking loot boxes they're ridiculous but i think it's a good idea that they are transferring the content because i think a lot of people will be saying that's bollocks if we can't play their game anymore so well done for doing that but it really, this Overwatch 2, it's cannibalizing the other one. And I can't think of that ever happening before. So does it mean if you put your, you, literally your Overwatch disc is now completely useless? So can you just throw that in the bin? Are you going to see it even being sold anymore? I, I have no idea what this means for the history of those people who actually have a disc or want to buy the original disc. I think more information will come out at the time, and I can do some more digging, but I really can't think of this ever happening before. But it's just a bit interesting, I know it's a matter of waiting for the game to actually come out. It comes out in October, so we've still got a little bit of time, and hopefully more information will come out. Talking about games that have been released, Sonic Origins has been released. Now if you don't know what this is, this is basically the first four to five games, how you want to look at it, of Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles combined, and Sonic C D. Uh, now, Sonic 3 hasn't been released for quite a long time because there's been a lot of bit of controversy about some of the music. And it finally got confirmed, a rumor which had been plaguing the internet but never actually confirmed. Now, the Sonic's creator, Yugi, Naga, Yugi Naka, sorry, confirmed this the other week. Now, never credited, Michael Jackson apparently was always rumored to have worked on the Sonic 3 franchise. And apparently this is true, he has confirmed it. What actually happened was, he wasn't credited in the game, but he actually didn't like the sounds that were being coming out of the Genesis. As much as their music's really good, he thought, no, this isn't for me. And he decided that, well, there are still some tracks that he developed in the game. But with this release of Sonic well, Sonic Origins and the new Sonic 3, it's decided that they're going to replace his songs. And I think this is off, this is going to be linked to what happened in the Neverland documentary, um so yeah it's i'm not going to go into what it was it's you know this not that this is not the platform to do so but i think that's why sega are making the stand and finally been able to release the game because they just take up michael jackson's stuff and put in their own shoes now i i imagine someone's going to find out what they were because obviously if you compare the two games you'll be able to find out what they are quite easily but for me i can't think what they were at the time once i actually find out what they were i'll probably come back and say what they were um but I should actually say with Sonic Origins, what's been looking good is that they've released a ton of artwork and they've released CG. Oh, not CG. They've actually released um, like their own videos, like uh, endings and beginnings, and they're all drawn. and I think the animation looks incredible. Like I know we're getting the new Sonic Sonic Prime for Netflix. I don't. As I said last week, I don't know if that's going to be any good. But I'm like, fuck, just skip that. Just do what they've done for this. The animation for Sonic Origins looks absolutely incredible. I've been saying that for when the turtles, so Turtle Shredder's Revenge, which I've still been playing the shit out of, by the way, they have um, the opening video for that is like that old school animation. Just release that! It looks incredible. It looks really good. I don't know why they don't release it like that. It would look great. I would. Oh god, if they released the the original Turtles and that Sonic animation, fuck, that would look great. But the good thing of Sonic Origins is that you got to see more of Amy Rose, and you got to see a shit ton of artwork, and I love Amy Rose. Shut up, Jake, one of my guests. I know he's listening. Shut up. Just shut up. I love Amy Rose. I think she's a great character, and I will ever ever praise Amy Rose in her big, big hammer. Shut up, Jake. Now, moving on to his rival, Sonic's rival, Mario... Someone has decided, I love this, they have made a mod of Mario Odyssey and you can now play Super Mario Odyssey Online with 10 players! And it looks fucking chaos. And they've actually done a really good job with the trailer. You saw Mario in various positions playing hide and seek. And you've got various costumes. So one could play the original Mario. Then you've got a Luigi suit, um, a Wario suit, a Waluigi suit. I was like, wow, okay, fair play. They've done a good job with this. Like, It's going to look absolutely great. I actually have a look at the trailer, because I thought it was just going to be some really shit fan project. But no, it's a really well put together trailer. It looks a really well put together game. Unfortunately, you need a modded console to do that. I'm not encouraging you to do that, because if you do it wrong, Nintendo are going to find out, and they will brick your console and block you from everything. So be very careful. Although I'm very surprised watching this trailer. I was like, how have Nintendo's lawyers not got involved in this already? So like the freaking Yakuza, they will shut down the tiniest little fan project game. So, how they've not got involved in this, I don't know. But at some point, we're going to see that cancelled. So, how well, they know maybe it'll carry on, maybe they found a way to get rid of the legal loopholes. we? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Uh, but I'm not risking modding my Switch. No, 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 no. My Switch is not being touched. My PS Vita, uh, maybe. Not my Switch. Not happening. And talking more Mario, there's been a... Uh, well, Chris Pratt has come out. Now, if you don't know, Chris Pratt is going to be the voice of Mario for the new movie. And it came with a lot of backlash. Because everyone's like, oh, why can't it be Charles Mont- Martinet? You know, he's the voice of Mario but as I said at the time, let's just wait and see what Chris Pratt's going to sound like. Now he has actually come out and said it's going to be nothing like you've heard before. I'm still with the idea of let's give it a chance. Now this is the reason why. Whilst I love Char- Charles Martinet and he is Mario, he's a lot of woohoo, woo! It's me, Mario. Do you want to see or watch and hear a whole film of doing that? Yes, it's fair enough. Hearing the whoops, the whoas, and the wow! Wha- but this is a whole film by the way it's not just whoops and you know little it's me a me you need mario's going to be talking mario's going to be trying to be you know express emotion and i we don't know maybe charles martinet can do that but i don't know so maybe his voice needs to change to suit the medium that he's in so let's just give it a chance because i said you could get really pissed off you're hearing the whole mario whoops in his voice the whole time so I'm going to hold judgment. I have said that. Let's hold judgment until it's out. Not just the trailer. Not just the first time we hear Mario. Because it'll be It's a Me Mario. Guaranteed, that'll be the first thing you hear. And the internet will probably blow up, and it'll become a Twitter war straight away. Let's just wait and see until it's out. Then you can pass judgment as much as you want. Talking about things I want to pass judgment on. Fucking Fortnite. I've never played Fortnite, and I... I keep refusing to, but they keep adding characters that I want to play with. So they released Naruto, and I was like, oh, then they released Street Fighter, and I was like, stop adding cool characters. And now they're going back to Naruto, and they're adding more skins. So if you don't know about the series, it's going to go over your head. But if you do, they're going to be adding Itachi, Gara, Uruchimaru, and Hinata, Naruto's future wife. They will be adding them to the series. Again, this thing is becoming all-encompassing, and I can't imagine any of those characters using a gun, but hey-ho, they're going to be. Now talking about a series I cannot give um, as much pra- uh, sorry, enough praise to. It's the Final Fantasy series. Yes, we're going to this. Now, Final Fantasy 16, as I got released the other week as by the first trailers, which look really, really good. And the producer Naoki Yoshida has come out and actually said, quite quite said quite a few things. He said it's going to be an it's not going to be an open world game, which I was very happy with. So it's going to be big but it's not going to be open world, which I'm great with because not everything has to be open world. Final Fantasy XV was open world. And you, as long as it's a good story-driven game, I'm not asked. I don't know why this whole obsession with, you know, I've got to have things open world. I think this came from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Well, of course it did. After that game, everything it worked. You know, we've got to do it. It'll work. It worked for Zelda because that was the whole makeup of the game. Let's just try and see... If this will work, back in the old ways of, you know, you can have some freedom. But there's, you know, like, Final Fantasy XII, huge worlds, huge maps. But ultimately, your aim was to get from point A to point B in a huge world. that it wasn't any side drifting. So I want to see what it's going to be looking at. He's also said that you're going to be just using the main character. Although there is a party, you're going to be using the main character, Clive. Again, not too, com- not too problematic with that fine with it. I know I want an old school um, Final Fantasy where you're just going to be having a party but you're stationary. You're not going to get that. We're not going to get that ever I don't think because it's a waste of the PS5's graphics and if you want the old school stuff just go the old school stuff. I think that's what PlayStation are always going to be doing. And finally with this Yoshida came out again and said that it's going to be rated as a mature game. So I don't know what that means in different countries. So it could be like a 15 in England. And the reason why is well, because he wants to tell an adult story with adult themes. And if you basically are relying on your, well, trying to make sure it fits a certain criteria with the age rating, you're going to be hindered by your story. So I, I'm, I'm happy with this because a lot of the audience of of Fantasy are a lot of grown-ups now. Let's be honest, we are grown-ups. So it would be nice to hear a mature story. As long as it doesn't get too politically, I, you know, well, you know, modern, our modern day politics. I don't mind their politics because it's a game. You can do what you want. But I just don't want it to see it become like a, I don't know, let's look at humans as they are now and start making our own political comments. Mm, I don't like it when games do that. Keep in your lane. You're a video game, not a social force of driving for justice. That's... You know, that's what I want to see. Like, I'm not saying we're talking Games of Thrones level of mature, um, but it is just nice to see, but it's just not babyish. You don't want a babyish Final Fantasy. I want to see something I can really get my teeth into I can actually really relate to. Now, the final bit of news I'm going to be talking about is Nintendo. Now, I did mention at the beginning, they've done something. Now, everyone thought there was going to be their own Direct because with Microsoft and Sony and the Summer Games Fest... Summer, Summer... Yeah, Summer Games Fest. I got it right that time. Stupid mind. They came out and they did their own direct. Unfortunately, it wasn't what everyone thought. It was for Xenoblade Xenoblade 3. Now, people think, oh, fucking hell, why Xenoblade? Well, we actually had one before when they were doing Xenoblade 2, so this is nothing new. But it was about 25 minutes, and it was, wow, it was a good direct. If you're into Xenoblade, you're going to like this, because they explained a hell of a lot. So they did a bit of plot setting and showed it that it's two different armies... And they're basically born to bred to fight each other, and it looks like all their soldiers have ten years, so they kind of they train and they have ten years of life and then they die. And this is going to be about basically two teams of three, who from both sides of the army bump into each other and then become frenemies. And it looks like these six then go on a big adventure to try and save the world and try and stop this endless conflict between the two armies. What I love about this straight away watching it is that it's the Britishness. It's so British, it's ridiculous. Um, although, I don't think you're going to be seeing anyone from my neck of the woods. I don't think there's going to be people with my accents. It's going to be that old London-esque accent. Uh, because I think people would be... Well, I don't know if people can put up with my accent a lot of the time. So, to see... It's going to be old, fancy accents. I think Old London accents. Maybe a bit of Geordie. Maybe a bit of Scottish and Irish. You're just not getting my accent, I'm afraid. doesn't look like it. But it looks like it's one hell of a story. Um You know, if you don't know, Xenoblade games are huge. They have the potential to be some of the longest video games you'll ever play. And this looks like you're going to be in one hell of a time. The designs of the characters look pretty sweet. The world itself looks beautiful. It looks colorful. I think when you see the characters all walking around, these huge worlds and huge towns, they're all moving together. All are six, so we're going back to that Final Fantasy eight feel. All the characters are going to be walking around, but I don't think they're going to be sitting on the main character's arse and they're going to have some proximity, but they're going to be kind of wandering a little bit freely. So you can do cooking, you can do gem hunting, you can take on quests to find bigger monsters, as I said, Xenoblade is huge. Huge. and But also what I like, there's going to be fast travel. So I like it when games put fast travel in. So you can basically go from point A to point T. Randomly I said T. But how they've done this is rather than like a loading screen, it looks like the world kind of merges into the other one. I was like, wow, that looked pretty cool. No cutscenes, no loading time. It just merges like, holy shit, that looked great. All for that. And then after this, they went into the bit of the battles. And holy shit, it looks freaking chaos. You've got all six members of the team are battling at once. And you can actually switch between each party member. So you control one at a time. And this is probably you can they do their own stuff. You can dish out orders. But is it you can just switch to the character you want to take control of? It looks absolutely chaotic, but at the same time, it looks great. At the same time, it doesn't look too it looks like it works. Um you can also... What else The other think? Oh, yes. There are obviously classes. They can change classes as well. So you've got one character which is a medic gunner. The idea of that just baffles me. A medic gunner. Doesn't make any sense... But this is a video game. But also then they said there's going to be a seventh member of the team as a guest. So there's going to be a range of characters who you can access as a guest. One guest per party. And then, yes, you can then use their job abilities. So there's going to be se- potentially seven people at the end of the game all fighting and fighting monsters. Fucking chaos. But it looks good Good, and they were showing how you can do combos together, how you can mix your skills, what they call arts, together, and rack up these huge, that you've got like 10,000 attack point scores. Oh, it just looks manic. And then they made even more chaotic with these things called Ouroboros which is where two of the characters, and there's, there's basic six characters, so it's a two-two-two. they merge with each other, and they change into mega cool-looking metal robot warriors, which look cool as fuck, and then they can change as well, so let's say it was me and the wife, the wife could take control, so it takes on more her appearance, or I can take control, it takes on my appearance, like, holy shit, this game looks fantastic fucking mental like if you're high on acid again don't take drugs it's gonna look absolutely chaos but i'm all for it so this game is coming out soon am i gonna get it yeah when don't know because i've got xenoblade one and two to go through i have a lot of backlog so i'm not buying three without playing the previous two first i feel like i'll spoil myself although it doesn't look like it's connected to xenoblade one and two so maybe i don't know it is whatever tickles me fancy But that is all the news, and now we're just going to switch gears a little bit and go into our own little self-made game, Revive or Die. Hey, listen! So this is our little self-made game. It's a Patreon-exclusive show. This is where we look at characters, games, series, parts of the... What would you call them? I was going to say developments, but it's not. It's like little acronyms. it's like Z-targeting. It's a little thing like that. Things that we've not seen for a while in gaming. And we think, hmm, maybe should we revive a mechanic? That was the word I was looking for, a mechanic in a game. Sorry, this is how the mind works. There's so many things going on. And bear in mind, the sun is still rising, so come on. So this is where we look at a character, a game, a series, or a mechanic. Yeah. Where we ask, we haven't seen it for a while. We want to know: should we revive it, or should we leave it to die? And this time, I wanted to look at the Gomon series. So it's the Mystical Ninja series, which has been heavily seen in Japan, and I want, it, also say, barely seen in in overseas. We only got like four games, I think it was. So I want to know: should the Mystical Ninja series be revived, or should it be left to die? Because we haven't seen it since two thousand and five. And we got one response from listeners from one of our usual guests, Chris Copland. He says, eh, Leave it dead. You have to remember that Konami will be handling it, so any revival attempt will be punishment to the series. Whilst I, I, there is some agreement to that, there is a worry. Yeah, Konami are handling it, and you don't want Goemon and his friends to be, yeah, basically fucked over. But at the same time, I'm going... I understand your point. I do, Chris. I do. But at the same time, no. That's not what I would do. I know you want it dead. That's not what I would do. I would revive this. Because I get what he's saying. That if they did revive it and they made a game, it could be shit. And it's going to harm his legacy. But it won't. Not in my eyes. Mystical Ninja 1 and Mystical Ninja 2 for the N64 are goddamn fucking classics. And even if you were to produce absolute trash... I'm fine with it. Again, Sonic survived the past, that he has survived all this. No matter the shit games he's got, Sonic 2 is my, still one of the greatest video games of all time. So, no, I'm going to ignore my Patreon. I'm going to ignore my fan Chris. And, no, I'm going to revive this series. I want to see him. I want to see another Goemon game. I want to play Ninja with a stupid plot, which has no sense whatsoever, which is so Japanese, it's silly. And I want to play it. So, revive it. Please, Konami. Or just give it to someone else. Again, this goes back to give it to someone else. Let someone else have a go and see what they can do with it. With your overshadowing. They could do a really good game. Please. So that's Revive or Die. I have to think of a new topic for next week. I have an actually good one. I had someone put a picture up on Twitter the other day. I can't tell what it is because I was spoiling it. I think I'll be doing that for next week's Revive or Die. But if you do want to play, that is a Patreon show. Right, so before we get into the game of Spider-Man, what have I been playing and what have I been up to? Well, I managed to play another game of the weekend. Our run's back. We're starting again, so another win. It was close. We won 1-0. Only last-minute food. But that's actually half of the season. And we're top of the table, halfway in by two points. So we are cracking on as best we can. And um, what have we been up to? Um, Say so goodbye to the father-in-law. He has now gone back to England. And in six months' time, we'll actually back in England, seeing family and friends. So that's six months away. We'll be, and then we'll be in 2023. Shows how much this is going on. It's going to be a manic time. The wife wants to, basically now the father-in-law's gone, wants to blitz the house, which I'm all for. So probably a lot of cleaning is going to be in my life. Not video games. But what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, as I said the other week, I want to get through that and play it. And I've been playing the shit out of the Turtles game. That's going to be a future review, so that'll be a DLC episode, so stick tight to that. So, as I said, we are going to get into Spider-Man. Wow, I managed to make this half an hour. Okay, We're going to go into Spider-Man 2. And I said, this is a lot of love from a lot of people. They did love this game. Um, As I said, without this, I don't think you have the PS4 game. I think it sets the bar. I really do. I think it is for movie games, especially movie games are always known to be shit. This wasn't, this was a really good effort. Although Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man 2 is very, very good. So I'm going to get into this. No more talking. We've been talking long enough. Let's just play some music. And when I come back, me and our guest Rob Cox, who I do love Rob Cox, are going to be talking Spider-Man 2, which released in Europe on the 9th of July, 2004. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show is a good friend of mine, Mr. Robert Cox. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, boss. How's uh, how's things for you? It's good oh, to be on the show again. Not, <laughs> not too bad. It's, it's nice he calls me boss. Now, he's, been, he's not just been calling that because I asked him to. He's been calling me that for yonks since we started playing Pokemon together. He's Pokemon friend. Yeah, Pokemon friend. I haven't been playing much recently.
1: I've, no, uh,
0: I've, I've kind of backed out of Pokemon. Are you getting the new one?
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. But I've still got... Most of Arceus and uh, and Snap to play. So
0: I haven't even started get those out
1: first. I haven't even started
0: Arceus. How bad's that? Oh my god, that's that's lacking. You ought to get on that? I know it is just because I had like, literally. I've been putting myself into other projects and I haven't even freaking touched it. It's sitting. I got it. I got it Day one as well. Day one. I was like, all <laughs> excited. Not yeah. even been in my console. Like, hmm. yeah, I played. I played day one. And I
1: was like, this is really cool. And then I stopped playing it and I haven't just picked it up again. So. And that's
0: the thing, the new ones, everyone's like, oh, is it going to be like Arceus? I'm like, N- no, it will be nothing like that. Don't Stop thinking it's going to be. It's going to be like yeah, Sword yeah. and Shield and people are going to moan. You can just, I can just see it now. Which one are you getting, I should say? Scarlet or Violet? Hello? Oh, no, I don't think I've lost him. Oh, have I got him back? Oh, he's oh, back. Yeah, you're back, yeah. I lost you for a second. Oh, good old internet. It's fine. Right. Before we keep talking about Pokemon, because we could do that all day, we are yeah. here talking about Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. Yeah. Or oh, GameCube, which is what I actually played oh, it on. Oh, you played it on the GameCube, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the GameCube. Now, I have to admit, I didn't play a lot of this growing up. Um, I was mainly playing Ultimate Spider-Man, which came out for the PS2, which was like a shell-shaded a version um but i can't lie spider-man 2 it's an incredible game
1: yeah I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you uh you haven't played it considering you're such
0: a big spider-man fan no i i, <laughs> well, I have played it i don't get me wrong i freaking love spider-man literally yeah like rob knows the secrets of my my child's name which is hilarious um <laughs> But I, which will never, it's hiccups on this show. I'll never reveal it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love Spider Man. And like, don't get me wrong, I, I came to Spider Man 2's party quite late only because just it was cost. It was simply the only reason why. Yeah. Games were expensive back then. Yeah. Well, expensive I now. <laughs> expensive now. I couldn't afford it. So I, I played Ultimate Spider Man because I got it cheap. But I have been yeah. playing Spider Man 2, but it is so much fun. Oh, geez. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that, i absolutely love about it is they just completely nailed
0: like the swinging and oh, like they did. <laughs> hooning it around new york they really did because in spider-man one i don't know if you ever, i did play that the the this is spider-man the movie game yeah and it was just they did whilst they had a new york city the webbing was just you just kind of went in the air you webbed anywhere and it yeah. was like there's no it was like okay there was like any old spider-man game for the ps1 you just swing doesn't matter yeah. where you connected you could be in central park and all of a sudden he's connected to something it's like that's that, that's bullshit that won't work yeah. spider-man throwing up his like sky hooks exactly just sticking <laughs> on the clouds <laughs> yeah. yeah it really is it's like woohoo off we go and but here they they nailed it they probably you have to think of where's the building where is the next one and the mechanics essentially whatever you think of the ps4 version which is arguably one of the best games ever this is where it came this is where it came from and they nailed it they really did
1: yeah it was such a it's such a sleeper game as well because it came out at a time where like l- loads of those movie tie-in games were just absolutely terrible yeah. and you know like the one before it and like even spider-man 3 they massively dropped the ball a bit
0: mm-hmm. but spider-man
1: 2 was just you know, it was just so good, and it was such a surprise. Yeah. I was a real sucker for buying those movie tie-in games
0: as well, so it was that, actually nice to uh, be rewarded for that. Oh, that's the thing. Movie tie-in games are utter shite. Like yeah. have you ever played the Street Fighter game? <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. Like Game developers are wankers for that, because that's the sort of thing. As kids, we didn't have that, you know, the internet was still new and fresh. So it was like your research is basically the box art. So you picked, yeah. oh, yeah, this is Spider-Man 2. This is based on the game. Based on the movie, it's going to be fucking amazing. And you're getting like, this is fucking shit.
1: Yeah, pretty much so. It's nice to actually have a
0: a, a good surprise rather than a shit is, surprise. Exactly. <laughs> but with, you say with the swinging, you know, you could just swing and have fun. You could literally, yeah. like, I, I know Ultimate Spider-Man thing. It, it has similarities in that sense. If I could just swing around all day, and just do that and have fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's that was a, that was what made the game fun, really, because it, it was quite a short game. Like it didn't yeah, it wasn't long. I, I reckon I reckon you could complete it in like eight hours or something like that. But the amount of time I just spent
0: just like swinging around New York, like Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, it was the first game that truly made you feel like Spider-Man and compared yeah. to any other game. It's like when you can say with Batman, I don't think that happened until the Arkham series, where you truly felt like Batman, but Spider-Man had it nailed by the PS2, and I think, yeah, the swinging is just the key thing. Everything else, you know, is just a button masher, but when it comes to that swinging, there's, there's nothing better from, like, going off you know, the Empire State Building and just launching yourself off until literally seconds to go and then swing. It's like, oh, Jesus. They yeah, nailed it. I, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, it's the only thing that
1: really sets can Only really set a Spider Man game apart because otherwise it gets quite, you know. I remember the missions were like all right, but they're a bit, bit thin, weren't they? And yeah, uh,
0: did, you did know, they all... just
1: with that swinging, it just
0: gave you the kind of the thrill of being Spider Man, I guess. And that's the thing like, as much as you can praise the swinging, yeah, it is a bit, you know, samey. This is just one of those things, and that's it with Spider Man games. It, you just have that problem. They always do. the, the suppose these are the negatives because. You know, there's only so much you can do. I know when it came to the PS4 version, they upped his ability to move and do stuff, like his ability to fight. Back in those days, in the PS2 days, it was very basic. It was like punch, kick, bit of webbing. He wasn't as yeah. fun as it is now. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have like all the gadgets and stuff either, did it?
1: It was just like, like you said, just...
0: It was just basic,
1: just basic webbing people.
0: <laughs> <webbing> people, terrorizing <laughs> New York with your with your webs. Well, the thing is, though, I don't know if you ever, you know, with the, with the fighting off, it was a bit of a button masher, Right. So you just beat yeah. the shit out of people. But he had this ability. And I don't know whether this was meant to like combo, you, you know, you could use it to combo, but he could literally just throw people in the air. Right. And I think the idea of that was then you could just, get, you know, jump into a big combo. In reality, if you just threw someone 20 feet in the air and then just let them drop, it's like, they're fucking dead. They're dead. Yeah, I remember he,
1: he always had this this one quip, which was like, good job I pull my punches or something like that. And it was like...
0: You've just punched a guy like 20 feet in the air. Yeah, it's like fucking hell Spidey. And, you know, I don't know if you know what you could actually do. You know, in the in basically, you've you thrown him in the air, you've broken the spine yeah. as they free fall yeah. 20 feet or whatever you threw. And in reality, he could throw him much further if he wants, because these guys can lift a car with ease, right? He can then kick the dead bodies around. He can <laughs> I don't just, remember that. He can, he can go back. He can He can basically <laughs> just, just push them just, along. Just real rub I them in, mean, just just to make sure they're a bag of pulp yeah, just make because he, he is right he he is pulling his punches because he could just annihilate someone but he could just literally just kick them around it's like fuck their spine's like in tatters they can't walk they're never you know they're either dead or they're paraplegic it's like nah fuck it let's just make this worse like neighbourhood spider-man <laughs> If I sound a bit croaky and squeaky, I sound like the squeaky from Toy Story 1. I like My voice is still at 100% from the flow, but fuck, yeah, he is. He leaves a little card as like literally a pile of mush, friendly neighbourhoods by him, and the police is like, what do we do with this? What What the fuck? I don't think I'm needed. I think an ambulance is needed. Yeah, sausage factory, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, say this guy is just mush. And yep. Do you know what? That's actually just made me think, you know, he uses, I like, pull my punches, right? I understand if Spider-Man, like, punched Venom, right? This is going into Spider-Man lore a little bit. F- Venom's going to take it, okay? But Doc Oc, if you punch Doc Ock, he's out, surely? He's not got any superpowers, is he? Nah, nah, no. No. Nah. So in the film, he punches Doc Ock, and Doc Ock's giving it him back. I was like, when did you gain super strength? Bullshit! Full fucking shits. You should be like, gone, done. That's that's just the
1: uh, the power of being a scientist. I think.
0: Fuck off. The power of being <laughs> a scientist. <laughs> fucking. Hell. But you said about some of these missions, right? Okay, so <laughs> you know what you know you, you said about we would talk about enemies and throw them in the air. And yeah. how he pulls his punches. One of them is like, he basically just chase cars and you just get on the car and just go, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And you just, Spider-Man just banging on the car until the bad yeah. guys go, oh, fuck it, we're getting out now. That, that's that, that's a side Yeah, mistake. Spider-Man just punching the shit out of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if you were driving along New York and there's Spider-Man on the front of someone else's car just smashing <laughs> like a fucking gorilla. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It's always really good when you got like cause they used to shoot at you out of the
1: car as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. If you, if you didn't dodge out the way, you proper ragdoll. It was just like, just like Spider-Man, with like his limbs flailing all over the place.
0: See, that's Spider-Man getting his own back, the dickhead for beating up people. Yeah, yeah the ragdoll, <laughs> fucking out the ragdoll effect. Oh, games were, weren't ready. It was like they literally they said no recovery mode. It's like just let the character just go. Until they recover. <laughs> and then, you know, that ragdoll effect was really bad in bosses. Like, the recovery time in bosses was so bad for the ragdoll. It's like he takes a hit, yeah. ragdoll. It's like, fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and the thing, I mean, the thing that was always challenging in Spider-Man games, even in the new ones, it's like, especially when you're doing a boss fight, when you're doing one enemy, and you're supposed to be, like, swinging around. It's like, get the camera to point in the right direction yeah and then oh. if you're ragdolling as well it's just like it's just, it's yeah going and graded. the thing is he,
0: in reality he shouldn't ragdoll because the spider sense again law he'd just kick in but no no ragdoll we need, yeah. you need <laughs> that ragdoll effect you need to show that you've got some form of weakness which spider turned into a floppy sock <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm dying <laughs> fucking hell, i really do sound like is it squeaky Someone's gonna to have to research that from Toy Story One, the penguin. That's yeah. what I sound like at the moment. A dusty but, Penguin. Dusty Penguin. <laughs> but the thing is what made me laugh as well. Like, you know, you've got obviously the, the other side missions, you've got the balloons.
1: It's like love that balloon one.
0: That was so off. good.
1: Fuck off. Yeah, that was brilliant. Mommy, there was I nothing the more. Balloon. There was nothing more satisfying than like pulling off like a full arc swing and you like grab the balloon in the air. And what I always used to like to do is just go as fast as possible straight for the child as he's got the <laughs> balloon. So he like slam into the ground. And then he's like, oh, thanks, Mr. Spider-Man. And
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone that. else is like screaming. <laughs> Spider-Man's just dead the floor. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Mush. But the thing yeah. is, though, it's like, oh, hang on. There's a story to solve here. No, fuck you, Thanos. I'm off. I need to go get a <laughs> balloon. I need to go get this child's balloon. This is more important than anything else. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The, the one I thing don't know, he just cares about the environment, he does care. How's that? The balloon's bad for the environment, you bastard. Yeah, he's getting it back so it doesn't. Oh, litter it any stuff. Okay, fair. There we go. Okay, Spy, you can have that one. Spider Man is part of Greenpeace, <laughs> that's exactly what he's for. But the one, the one um, side mission I will, will enjoy is pizza time. The pizza missions, oh, yeah, just they, to, were,
1: they were amazing. They were tough.
0: So they were basically, for those who don't know, like every game has like, you know, race from point A to point B as quick as you can. That's what this was. Because in the movie, he's he's, uh, pizza delivery, but they they do it as this. And it's incredible because it's the same, you know, it's easy sort of thing. Well, it's not easy, it's hard, but it's easy to put that sort of mechanic in the game. But what makes this stand out is that A, Spider-Man's delivering pizza, which is hilarious, but B, it's the music. The music gets me every time. (laughs) It's like, fuck. That's going at the end of this video, by the way, Peter Time. That is just (laughs) incredible. It's just awesome. Yeah, but yeah,
1: that, that was that was always good fun. But once you got to the high levels that was so hard. I remember just trying that over and over and over again, just trying to like shave like milliseconds off my time. Yeah.
0: And it is good because eventually as you go through you get new um like abilities. I think the one I remember from Ulster Spider-Man, it wasn't this as well. It was like you can basically you can't see this because me robber on camera. It's that you basically you fire two webs in front and you kind of use them to pull you forward as momentum. Yeah. Did,
1: what did they call it that like the was it the web zip or something like, the, like yeah, that yeah the web zip yeah. that was
0: it yeah and once you've got that that's what really gets you momentum if you, if you can master web zipping jesus christ you, you need it because it's literally you can change direction web zip and you're, your momentum's back again yeah yeah there's nothing worse though than
1: just like swinging into like a corner of a building just trying to trying to cut it fine yeah because like losing
0: all the, well, momentum. The, thing, in the in the ps4 version They make it if you hit a building, you'll automatically start wall walking, which is cool, which is which is probably what he'd do in real life. That's what Spider-Man would do. But they put the real life mechanics in the game as if like a moron was swinging and they would. (laughs) If you'd got it wrong, you're just going to hit a building. and go, Yeah. (laughs) Just imagine all these people in their offices typing away and there's just like (laughs) Spider-Man just going like across the window. What
1: the fuck was
0: that? (laughs) this guy's image. Yeah. What's well, Sp- Spider-Man's in the, where is he? Oh, he's like in the corner. He's like in the corner of the building. He's like, oh fuck, there he is. All right, Spider-Man. All right. Yeah. Don't mind me, mate. I just fucked up the mechanics. Yeah. But it, it is a fun game to do. And as I said, yeah, they, they, that's the side missions. Now there is a story and it kind of loosely follows the main plot, but the plot can only go so far. So they had to like add in loads of other bosses. Like who did they add in? Uh They added in Dario, um, yeah, Quentin Beck, yeah, yeah, uh, Quentin Beck and Electro, they added them in, which was great. But again, all these battles happen inside, and then you've got the main problem with the fucking camera, so it's not exactly yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, they were they were pretty good fan. Like, I, I do think
1: the story was was pretty good. Like, they got a lot of the voice actors back from the movie,
0: which was really cool. They did, they did, which is a big coup to get them all back. Like, really yeah. big coup. But the problem was, this is, what, this is what baffled me, right? So they've just done Spider-Man 2, which in my eyes is still one of the top five movies, superhero films of all time, right? They said, right, now you go to the game. so This is going to help promote the movie. And they literally, it's like they've just phoned it in. Like, oh, <laughs> I missed your, I missed MJ's play. Oh, no. It's like, fucking hell, Toby. Come on, mate. Yeah.
1: I can imagine this is like, I am Spider-Man, fulfilling my
0: contractual obligations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, this, this is a problem I think a lot of PS2 games had, where, like I say a lot of PS2 games had, it wasn't really until they started taking voice acting seriously, unless your name was Konami Square Enix. Uh, or the, until the PS3, I don't think they took it seriously until then. Like, if you look now, it's all PS4, PS5. Voice acting is so important, but back then, I don't think they would have given it a shit. No, nah, I mean like, yeah, they probably just had
1: some spare change and they just duped the actors to uh, yeah, save getting somebody else in. Yeah, although I do appre- always approve of any uh, inclusion of J.K. Simmons because
0: he's just awesome. Oh. Oh, J.K. Simmons. I, <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to go off on a tangent here. I don't care. It's my shit. I'll do whatever I fucking want. Um, did you... Obviously, you would have seen um, Far From Home. Yeah. When the... the This is a spoiler. If you've not seen this film, you've had enough time. Um, the end the end credit scene, when you saw J.K. Simmons, I was like, oh, oh fuck, Jonah's back. Fuck. But I literally was like Whoa! in the cinema because he's the best thing about that franchise. Yeah, he's badass. He is freaking incredible. He really is. Do you know what? At A random point. You know uh, Robbie, who was in the first Spider Man. He's just bad on one and Spider Man Two. He was JJ's uh, distance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched. I watched um, the Runaway Jury the other day, and he was in there. I was like, what film was he fucking off? What film was he off? And then he's like, Spider-Man, he's a fucking Spider-Man, he's fucking Robbie, fuck. And my <laughs> wife's like, You're a dickhead. <laughs> like, shut up, shut up. But you know, we yeah. say voice actors, they got them in, right? The one voice actor who did give a shit was Bruce Campbell. Yeah, the legend. <laughs> he, he he was at the beginning. I mean he was, he was like, the narrator, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was the narrator, but he did give a shit. And he was like giving you shit, like proper having a go, you're like, oh. Back for a sequel, are we? Well, that was easy to do. I was like, fucking, he's in, he knows, he knows the drill. <laughs> yeah, like, it's pretty fair. Fair enough. You actually give this, but they added another character into it, again because you gotta flesh this thing out. And they add another character into this, and it was Black Cat, who is very synonymous with the whole Peter Parker MJ love triangle thing. And she was in there for like as a marriage counselor more than anything. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember too much of the dialogue. I remember you had to race her. Uh... Yeah, you had to race her, and, and it's like literally the worst dialogue ever between two characters. <laughs> it, it, it's it, honestly he, hearing that and Tobey Maguire just, you've been a bad yeah. kid. He's like, oh fuck off. <laughs> but no, this is the worst dialogue ever. But then oh, that was an
1: incredible oppression.
0: <laughs> that that's fucking as, as deadpan as he was. But literally, she just plays this marriage counsellor. And I don't know what it is, right? Once again, you've done it again because you came up with Snowboard Kids and now you've come up with this. And I don't know what it was because back in the day, all that developers thought was big tits. You just look at Black Cat's model, right? In this game, she's got fucking ridiculous boobs. yeah. Unlike
1: her outfit, leaves nothing to the imagination. Either.
0: Nothing to the imagination. That it's is basically not... like
1: a big arrow.
0: Yes. <laughs> big, out. big pointy arrow. Look at my boobies. That's what this is. And again, you, if you your next game better not have boobs in, although there's going to be a massive trend. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dead my next games, but uh, you yeah. know i'll pick the next game i pick will be like
0: lord of the rings or something because there's just no <laughs> female characters in that and then i'll be completely safe you'll be completely safe i'll find some boobs in there i will find some boobs <laughs> but he, it's good to have black cat in again if you played the ps4 version she's a massive part huge part of that i'm not spoiling that because that's something to experience but she's big to the peter parker lore but you know I again, that's probably just modeling as a mocking booze, but again, it's just the modeling of what it was back in the day, and we couldn't figure out how to do curves properly, so we'll just do these big kazumbas, and everyone will be happy.
1: kazumbas,
0: uh, Gazumbas. But the thing <laughs> is, that, you know, it, if I think, it's as you said, it's not a long game, and there's not loads to really, you know, rip apart. And you, I think if you compared it now to the PS4, that's unfair because the this is what built the PS4 version. That's the way I see it. I said the PS4 yeah. would not have existed without this game. Simple as that. It would not have existed. And it still flows. You just have to understand that you are going to be banging into the walls if you're not, if you're expecting to wall jump, you ain't going to do it. It still yeah. works. It still works for its time. And as I said, it was the groundwork for the PS4 version. In a, in a way it was a little bit
1: more rewarding i think but like games were often like, back back in those days because they're so much harder like if you can yeah if you can swing along and you're like bumping in the walls to begin with and you're just getting really frustrated with it and you just persevere and then you get that one crappy balloon mission where you like swing through the air and snatch the balloon out midair and yeah you swing around the air Empire State Building and hurtle towards the ground at like
0: 100 miles an hour. That's just just satisfying. Like when when you yeah, it is. You're right. It's just that satisfaction, and not many games can give you that. Not many games can give that. Like you, you just you give me a mechanic where you give me a game where you're just doing something that's not even part of the plot, but you're just doing it because it's fun as anything. Like there's not many games like that. There really aren't.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think one of the one of the other things that they captured like super well. So I've I've not been to New York, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like I remember reading at the time that they did like a, a load of mapping of the city, and it's
0: as I understand it's like pretty accurate. Yeah, it's pretty a, ac- yeah. I've been to New York. It's thing. accurate. It, it's it's yeah? it's pretty accurate. I can remember, I remember I played the PS4 version, and mm-hmm. I was because I, play, I played that before I played the PS2 version. So I have to admit that. Um, and i was swinging around and the missus with me and we went she went "Oh, find our hotel and i said "Where? Well, let's go let's go find the hotel and we stayed because yeah. we, we were off um Times square and i said there it is that's our hotel and she's like holy shit like obviously it's not the hotel but it was the street yeah. she knew where the street was. And, it was and they did that in the ps2 version and again how the ps2 did that i don't like. I didn't. That would have pushed the PS2 graphically to its limit because it wasn't like you know with some games like you know like Resident. Let's say Resident Evil for example. You go through a door, it loads the next scene. You go through this, it loads the next scene. This was one big world. Yeah. So totally. the, the PS2 is running it the whole time and no yeah. load time, so you can go from one end to the island to the other. That's a good effort, to be fair.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah, I think the only load times were like when you're getting into like those boss battles, or or into a building
0: or something like you say.
1: Yeah, exactly, because you Pretty have to pre-render impressive. something
0: else. But this just just
1: roll it back. You said you were swinging around New York with your wife. <laughs> Are you actually <laughs> Spider Man?
0: <laughs> I am actually on daytime. Yeah, ignore the. Yeah, tits you in heard the it here first. <laughs> ignore me. I heard it. Ignore my. I'm like Spider Man in. Um the Mars Morales film. I'm like dead, you know, I'm like overweight. <laughs> yeah, Everything's really just like, that. that's me. Do you want to resemble what I look like in real life? I, I think I look like that. I wish I did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus, I love Spider-Man. I didn't. You, you didn't have costumes in this game, as I can remember. No, nah, no, it's just like your standard. You're just your standard uh, one. Red and, and blue, yeah. Because like, I, I'm a sucker for any sort of when they put the costumes suits. in there. And like, again, I've been with Spider-Man for a long time. So when you can be the incredible bag man is amazing. Or the fantastic bag (laughs) man. So if you don't know, that's when, um, this is back in the day when Peter Parker tried to get in the Fantastic Four. He basically lost his costume. So he had to get a Fantastic Four suit with a bag on his head because he couldn't find a mask. Incredible. But then you've got like, even in the new um, PS4 version, you can wear all the new um, Tom Holland suits which is brilliant. You can wear the original movie suits. Yeah, yeah. So you can recreate PS2, uh, which is great, which is fantastic. You can be my favorite Scarlet Spider, which is really good. And I oh fuck when I realized that costume was in there, oh, the black suit, (laughs) you can do that. That's one thing Spider-Man's got for his law. It's a shame that they wasn't in this, but at the same time, I understand why, because it was a movie tie-in. Simple as that. yeah. I mean, they put so much effort into New York
1: and, like, I guess
0: they can only do too much, right? And I, think so it, much, right? I think it would have been to do with um, probably rights and stuff like that, because Sony held the rights for them, probably the movie in the game. They wouldn't have held any of the other rights for yeah. any of the other costumes. That would have been, you know, if they've already spent their money on trying to get Toby Maguire and Cairns and Dunst to a piss-poor performance, are they going to spend more money on... You know, and it yeah. would have been a lot of money to try and get those extra costumes, and then obviously developers have got to do more. And as you said, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. So I don't. They were think... like, let's spend that money on Bruce Campbell instead. Exactly. Let's spend that money on Bruce Campbell, and I think yeah. everybody else would be happy with that. But I think you know, I, I for me, I said it's not a long game. You are right; it's not a long game. And the main thing about this is you, you can rip it apart for its camera work, inside buildings, and stuff like that, and it's shitty apart from pizza Time mission, although the balloon mission is probably, you know, godlike. But to be <laughs> able to swing, for me, you could still do that today, still have a great time. And, you know, that, that's the best thing I could say. This changed video games in the sense of how you approach a game, I believe, and how to make good yeah. to the source material. I think it really showed that, like, a Spider-Man game can be really good. Yes, because they'd been shit prior. They really yeah. have been shit. You look at the PlayStation 1 games, shit, utter shit. And maybe, again, that's mechanics, but they they really did. This was the game that people crave for. This was the one that they wanted to be realistic, and they got it. So I can't, I'll, you know, maybe you can knock other things about it, but the fact that this, without this, you, you haven't got the PS4 version, simple as that, because the PS3 games weren't that good. Yeah, I don't think i played any, any of them, actually. They were nothing nothing like the PS4. Yeah. It was like, actually, when they went to PS4, right, we know what we need to do now. Let's go get, let's retrace the PS2. So, yeah, for me, I, I've actually, it's it's not a long game, it's already not going to be a long episode, but I've actually gone through my notes. I don't know if you've got much more to go on about it. Yeah, I don't know. Just like,
1: just reiterating the general feel of it. It's just so good. Just people should go and get it on an emulator.
0: Like They like the PS4 version. They should Oh, if, you, totally if, play if you can emulate it, like I I, I can't find a way to emulate it, but if you can oh, get yeah. hold of it, because I have had a copy of it in the past, but if you can get, a, that's back in England now, but if you can get a hot copy of it on the PS2, just crack it in just and just see, just and then get past the graphics. You've got to get past the graphics because it's not going to look as fresh as everything else. Of course it won't. But once you get, as you said, Rob, once you get past that yeah. first annoyance of, oh, I haven't done this right. Once you get it, once you get that moment, uh, fuck i can do this now and i can just swing around for hours without interruption it's brilliant, yeah. of- and it's like if you, if you
1: love that movie as well which which i absolutely do like i think the spider-man 2 movie was was fantastic yeah. in so many ways Mwah. Mwah. yeah exactly and what they did really well in the game is just like recapturing some of those scenes so there's no yeah. that they, they haven't done the thing where they like take a bit of the movie and like play it in the game like all the all the cut scenes, uh, were, um, like in-game footage so yeah, yeah, they'd kind of yeah. recreated it which was which is pretty neat and it kind of you know merges between like doing the
0: action and, so and don't the watch much Spider-Man, like the new game don't watch Spider-Man 2 you don't need to see the film just play yeah. the game live it you can live it <laughs> you can live the game with the terrible voice acting but that's all you need yeah like, you... you
1: know I, I remember the bit with like the the, the tram like the monorail thing <gasps>
0: Oh, that was, that was great! Oscar-winning scene, Oscar won an Oscar that scene. Incredible, <laughs> just oh so good. It had the action, it had the, f- it had just not the action, it had that suspense, and it was funny as well. It still had that moment of like when I think he started trying to pull everything, and then the fuse snapped, and then some guys like, "What are you yeah. gonna do now?" And Toby's like, "Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> dickhead! I'm gonna save <laughs> Maybe- your life here." What was that face like he's gonna absolutely shit himself? Yeah, he was just. And then he. Hit,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the thing is, though, that would be your face, wouldn't it? As much as everyone wants to be relaxed, his body's probably being ripped apart. Yep. So of course he's gonna look like he's about to just proper poo on. That's <laughs> that is. It's gonna to haunt Toby. But like, oh god, I'm again spoilered if you've not seen the new Spider-Man. You've had just spoil a three, two, one. There. I'm so glad about the last Spider-Man film. Uh, oh Jesus to see Toby again. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. See I remember when I was watching it, I was sat in the cinema, I was like, man. I was, you're gonna be absolutely creaming your pants at this. <laughs> I I had it not been spoilt for me, because it got spoilt and I think it yeah. got leaked, and it, the trailer gave it away. The tra the then if you know that one of one of the trailers you see the lizard Sandman, and I think it's oh, like yeah. tra- and, yeah. they're, they're and like all... they get like kicked in. No no, air no. no, 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 no. They're all all three oh. of them are launching towards one Spider-Man. But it's like, hang on, the lizard's not going anywhere near Tom Holland. Where where <laughs> are you going? Where you've missed Tom <sighs> yeah. Allen. So you're after someone. Yeah. And it was a scene where you saw three against three, and they just CGI. It's like, don't show that scene, dickheads. But yeah, to be fair, we'll we'll see an amazing Spider-Man three. Guarantee we're gonna see one because Everyone loves Andrew Garfield. That, and I'll have this. I'll fight anyone. Andrew Garfield is the best representation of Spider Man. He is the best. He is what Spider Man is. Not Tom Holland. Andrew <coughs> Garfield is what, like, how Spider Man acts, how he basically dicks around. The costume. Okay. The new uh, Tom, Toby, or Tom Holland's final one is probably the closest costume. But before that, it was Andrew Garfield's pretty controversial it is controversial but if you look like i've read the comics i've been following everything for years andrew garfield is literally the best representation of what spider-man is and how he like the 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 pratting around of how spider-man is like literally you read the comics everyone hates spider-man just because he doesn't shut the fuck up he literally just prats (laughs) around the whole time or if something serious going on he's in the corner eating a burger even though he's a serious character
1: I definitely can't contend with your with your Spider-Man knowledge to to contest you on that.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly am so sad. Like, I am so sad with my Spider-Man knowledge. It's pathetic. I've got, like, I, I can't wait. I want them to do the Clone Wars. Again, this is this is going over the top, topic far, far beyond something. <laughs> mean, shut up. But, right, okay, if we had to score this game out of 10, we had to score this game, how would you score it? Now, I'm not scoring it from now, because that's not fair. But if you yeah. just play it those days, how would you score it?
1: Yeah, I think...
0: I think I'd give it a solid seven. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll agree with that. I'll give it a solid seven. Like yeah. they had many positives. Obviously we've gone through them, but then they got the camera was such a fuck up. Like it was like, Ooh, and the voice. acting, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So I, yeah. I agree. Seven. Yeah. I think that's pretty, that's pretty fair. It was a flawed masterpiece. In, yes. in my opinion, but maybe the score doesn't quite reflect that, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did too. And well, with that, Rob, I want to say thank you very much for coming on. Um, yes, you've had your your time with boobs again. Thank you very much for bringing that up. <laughs> Poor human. And no doubt I will see you again next time. Yes, boss. Thanks for having me. And that was Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. Thank you very much, Rob. Oh, I love having Rob on. He's just like such a good and he's so nice and I do miss him and I can't wait to hopefully I said this time I'll try and catch up with him when I'm back up in the UK but thank you very much to Rob thank you very much to all for you for listening I really hope you all have a nice week remember if you want to go up on patreon it's patreon.com forward slash retro wars and until next week I'll see you all then take care of yourselves I've been Danny bye bye